Welcome to the Real Estate Play-by-Play. We are your hosts, Christy Martinelli, top-ranked realtor worldwide, and Danielle Olbrantz, mortgage industry veteran. On and off the field of life, you need to know the plays to win the game. We are here to give you the play-by-play tools to reach your real estate goals. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, a seasoned investor, or just have a love for real estate, suit up. It's, it's game, game time. time. So welcome back. We have a great topic today. We do. When to get in the game. Yes. This is a topic that is coming up so often right now. Timing. Timing the market. Yeah. When you're playing sports. Yeah. Timing until when to get in the game. You know, we were just talking about, you know, you wait too long, you kind of miss your opportunity. So, for example, in baseball, if you're up to bat, you know, that perfect pitch might not come. So you got to protect the plate. You got to swing at anything close. You don't want to get a strikeout, not swinging and looking at the ball. You got to be aggressive. And, you know, if you're waiting on the sidelines to get in the game and because you're waiting for the perfect opportunity to throw the ball or make the touchdown, the perfect opportunity might not come. Yeah. And so it's all about timing. Absolutely. And so right now we're experiencing, you know, an interesting market because interest rates have risen pretty dramatically over the last couple of years, right? So a couple of years ago, we were looking at interest rates in the twos. And people have short-term memories. And people look at today's interest rates in the sixes, sometimes even in the sevens. And they think, gosh, interest rates are so high. Yep. Maybe I should wait. We get it all the time. I get it all the time. It's a question that comes up literally almost daily. And I think there's a, a couple important things to remember. One interest rates are really not high. No, they're actually more normal. If you look at, you know, long term history, not just short term history, interest rates in the five, sixes, sevens is a pretty normal market. Mm -hmm. And so then we have to look beyond that. And, you know, home prices is an important aspect of that. Yeah, absolutely. And as rates go up, which they're going to do in any market. And if you look at history, as Danielle was saying, if you look at history, rates have gone up and they've gone down and they've gone up and they've gone down. It's a cycle. It's a cycle, you know, and comparatively speaking, if we're talking about in 1982, 83, you know, the rates were at 17, 18, 19, 20%. And you know what? People People were were still still buying. buying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. People were absolutely still buying. And you have to look at what does that do to the market? And The reality is that as interest rates rise, you will take away some of the buyers in the market. Now, some of them will not be able to buy. That's a harsh reality. They will no longer be able to qualify. They will no longer be able to afford their monthly payment, and they will be forced out of the market. So you have less buyers in the market. Less competition. Less competition. Now, if we go back to 2021 when interest rates were in the twos... I'm sure you experienced this at a far greater degree than we did on the mortgage side, but it was absolutely insane. It was crazy. And you had, you know, we would go in as a buyer, you would find a house you love and you'd be competing against 10, 12, 16 offers. Sometimes more. I had ones that had 30, 40, 50 bids on them. It was crazy when the rates were so low and how much competition there was out there. And so if you were a buyer that was putting, you know, a minimum down payment of three, three and a half percent, 
good luck getting your offer accepted. If you were contingent. Oh my God. No you shot. Zero no, shot. Literally no, no shot. shot. No shot. <laughs> no. If you didn't have cash in the bank to make up any kind of appraisal deficiency. Yeah. So we were seeing the market appreciate so fast because of the heavy competition yep. that what people had to bid to win the deal was more than the house was worth. And if you didn't have the money to make up that difference, you were not going to get your offer accepted. No. And it was a really unfair advantage to, you know, our first time home buyers and our our clients who have smaller down payments, who didn't have a huge house to sell, mm-hmm. who could afford to sell first and all those kind of things. And we were seeing people have to waive a lot of their rights. Yeah. And and you had to make a decision. You would go in, see a house for, you know, 10, 30 15 seconds. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was so quick. And it's, it's like, like, okay, do you want to make an offer? Because if we're writing an offer, we're writing it right now. No time to think. <laughs> And you have to waive everything. Yeah. And we were also seeing a little bit of buyer's remorse. You know, people yeah. would get into this house. It was already pending. So there was no backing out. Right. And it's like, what did I just do? Did I did yeah. I make the right decision? Yeah. But you didn't really have the time to decide if this was the perfect house for you. You had to make it right away. And people felt, you know, a little pushed. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what happens when you have interest rates in the twos, right? Is everybody comes off the sidelines and wants to play in the game. And now all of a sudden you have everyone fighting for the same place. And it just, it it was absolute madness. And so now that interest rates are a little bit higher, we're seeing the market shift a little bit. Now we're in a market that's still pretty competitive. Right. North of San Francisco in the Marin Bay area, we are still seeing limited inventory. And because of the limited inventory, we're seeing, and the over amount of buyers, we are seeing home prices pretty stable. Right. Stable, but not quite as crazy as the last couple of years. And so, you know, you get this advantage in that market in that you don't have to go in necessarily overbid by hundreds of thousands of dollars. True story. In that rush of 2021, I had a client who bid a million dollars over asking price. A million dollars. Did they get the house? They did get the house. They waived everything. They had absolutely like, it was crazy. But they were not even like that far above the next runner up. I know. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It was absolutely nuts. Right. So if you're talking about timing the market, is that a better time to buy when rates are low and there's a lot of competition and prices are flying through the roof? Yeah. Or is it a better time to purchase right now while rates are historically speaking still low? Average. Speaking. Yeah. Very yeah. average. That's and just... home prices aren't through the roof. Right. I would make the argument that right now is a better time to buy. Right. right. Than it was a few years ago. Yeah. And so I, I kind of look at it as what's your motive in buying? Mm-hmm. If you need a place to live, well, now is always a good time <laughs> because the alternative is you rent and, you know, then you don't have the ownership aspect of it. So if you want to buy a home and you can afford the monthly payment at what they are today, I tend to think that now is a great time to buy. There's the advantage that you're going in without all of the extra competition mm-hmm. and people need to remember that interest rates are a cycle they will drop again. Absolutely. And when they drop, you can refinance. Absolutely. So your loan is not forever, but the house price that you purchase is, that's that's a one-time thing. So mm-hmm. if you can get into home prices while they're still relatively low, while there's less competition, while you're not you know, having to waive all of your rights, 
And you can really do the research to find a home that you love mm-hmm. and that meets all of your needs and you can afford the payment. Why not buy today? Take advantage of the less competition and then look at refinancing your loan in the future. We have very good data that suggests that in the next you know, 12 to 24 months, we will see lower interest rates. Yeah, I completely agree. Being on the offensive right now versus the defensive is where I think both of us agree where our clients need to be. You know, I had a situation a couple of weeks ago on a team that I coach that a little boy went to him and said, hey, I want you to start in this game. And his response was, I would rather not start. And when I I said, well, why not? You know, and his response was, I like to, we're playing a really good team and it's, I like to watch the other team and get a feel Mm -hmm. for how they are. Mm -hmm. And, and then I'll go in and, and actually it's, it makes sense. I get it. It's a strategy and it's very similar to right now what people are doing. It's, you know, I don't want to buy right now because rates are too high. I want to wait and see what happens, but in doing so and not being on the offense of not being aggressive, you're going to miss the boat. Absolutely. You're going to miss the boat because when rates do trickle down, as you were just saying, yeah, guess how many other people are waiting, right? Yeah. And you're going to have more competition. The home prices are going to go through the roof again. And you're back in the situation that you were in a couple of years ago, right? You're better off a better move, right? hundred percent paying more for the house or paying less for the house, knowing that you can redo your loan in the future. Right. Right. And so if you, if you need a place to live, I think that it's always good timing as long as you can afford the the mortgage payment today. Now, if you're looking at investment property, the calculation is a little bit different. A little bit different. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, an investment property is all about cash flow. We're in a very unique situation in that rents are also high. Mm. And so even at today's interest rates, even with, you know, prices still in high demand, you can still make properties make sense from an investment standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Numbers make sense. Same philosophy goes. You can change your loan in the future. Because if you look back over time, think about just take Murren County, the Bay Area, for example. If you look back over time, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, right? When people bought back in 83, when the rates were 1920, the home prices, you know, I was just talking to somebody the other day, they, their parents bought a house in Sausalito and it was 23,000 oh. and <laughs> crazy, right? Who wants to know what that one's worth today? <laughs> right. A couple million. Yeah. So my point being yeah. is that over time, your house will appreciate. Yeah. Even if the rate is high, you refinance in the future, that house is always going to appreciate in this area. Now, every area is different. Totally. But on, totally. in our area, yeah. in Marin County, in the Bay Area, in Sonoma County, yeah. over time, the housing prices have always gone up. They might dip always. a little bit here and there. Momentarily, right? right? And and even that, I would I would urge people to look at the data, right? So, you know, we we did get people who had that philosophy. They looked at 2021 home prices where things were going, you know, 20% over asking price and out of control. We were seeing huge appreciation. Now, have prices dipped a little bit since then? Perhaps. Mm -hmm. But if you go back a few years, the trend is still actually in line. Right. Right. And so you kind of have this momentarily like blip up in the data where things got a little bit out of control. It's dipped a little bit since then, but it's still on an upward trend. And when you look at statistics, we can predict that market appreciation in this area will still increase in the single digits. 
Right. And there absolutely. Is huge wealth that you can create for your family with single digit appreciation. Yeah. And let's talk about, you know, the millennials, yeah. Generation X that's yeah. coming up right now. Yeah. A lot of, and this has to do with COVID too, but a lot of millennials move back in with their parents, yeah. with their family members. Right. And so now we have this almost like a bubble that's coming. It's, it's coming. Looming. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have this group of 30 somethings mm-hmm. that have, good jobs and they've either been living at home or they've been living, you know, with other millennials, right? A lot of them like right. cohabitate in single housing and all of a sudden they are facing their next chapters of their lives, right? They're getting married, they're having kids, they want their independence, they it's want their time to house. get out of mom yep. and dad's granny unit. Yeah. That's going to produce a demand on housing. We're going to, and honestly, I'm already seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of those buyers that are now wanting to purchase a house. And it's a huge generation. And so, you know, get ahead of that. Absolutely. Buy right now. Get that investment, get that property, make it an investment. It does not, and this is what I tell the people, you know, a lot of people, first time home buyers, for example, come to me and they want to buy that forever home. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. want to buy the forever home forever and they home, want, and, right? and their list of what they want is, you know, yeah. this, that, this, that, this, that, this, totally. that. It's like, okay, <laughs> take a step back. The average buyer sells their house three to five years in three to five years. Yeah. Right. So buy that stepping stone property right Absolutely. now. Don't wait. Don't watch the other team and sit on the sideline and wait for the perfect yeah. play. Yeah. Get in there, buy that stepping stone property. It might not be the forever home, it might not be the perfect home. Right. But use that as a stepping stone to get some money. Absolutely. As an investment. I bought my first house at 20 years old. It had an avocado kitchen and <laughs> pink bathrooms. I'm talking pink toilet, pink tub, pink wallpaper. I think I had pink gold fleck wallpaper. And even that probably and appreciated. Carpeting. <laughs> so seriously, right? It was not my dream house. It was a nice house, but mm. you know, I never I've never really sought out avocado for my appliances. You didn't? No, it wasn't on my dream list. <laughs> but it was a good solid house. I bought it for three hundred and sixty-five thousand. I sold it almost exactly two years to the day for five sixty five. Yeah, over as a twenty year old who made a chance at buying real estate over a hundred grand a year. Yeah, you made on that property. Crazy, right? Yeah, and and I will tell you that's what we're seeing when I'm looking at what homes are worth right now. Yeah, when people bought in two thousand, let's say two thousand seventeen, so six years ago, they're up almost six hundred grand. Like that's kind of the area of where people are offering at purchase yeah. price wise right now. So if I could go back to my 20 year old self or advice for any of the 20 something year olds, you know, out there today, I would say absolutely invest in real estate early. You know, when you look yep. at what real estate has done year after year after year with very few exceptions, maybe a couple of years that we've seen, you know, depreciation, but overall the trend is single digit depreciation year after year. And it's an amazing way to build long-term wealth. Yeah. And I would a hundred percent agree with that. And, you know, as moms with so many kids between us, I can't even count. At least a baseball team. Maybe a football team. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) That is scary. Um, You know, I think it sets a good example for our kids. I think it shows them how to invest in real estate and how to, um, you know, get involved, get in the game, take the swing um, and keep moving forward to build that wealth wealth over time. 100%. I mean, when you look at the stock market, it's so volatile. 
that, you know, in comparison, real estate is just such a stable long-term investment. It just makes sense. Yeah. And I have clients right now that are calling me that are saying, Hey, I want to pull money out of the stock market. It's a little bit of a roller coaster. Let's invest in some um, investment properties in a rental. Find me something. So yeah, absolutely. To your point. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that comes down to the critical question, right? When is the right time to get in the game? Now. Now. It's always now now. the right time. Yeah. I mean, really, when you look at the data, there has never been a time where if you were to take a 10-year snapshot, you would regret investing in real estate. Yep. 100%. So, yeah. So now's real the time. estate play by play. Now's the time. Get in the game. Take the swing. Protect the plate. Take the shot. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this play by play, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review on your podcast app, or please share with a friend or colleague. For more information, helpful tips, and real estate strategies, please visit us online at www.therealestateplaybyplay.com, where you can also connect with us on social platforms and sign up for our newsletter. Get Get in the game. game.